Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, Brad Ellis. Hi. Michael Huber. Hello. Do you ever get the um the like skin that comes out like right yeah, here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do of you, course. Careful. Do you yeah. do you leave it be? Do you pick at it? Do you I, it's a gamble. I like to it's get a, ga- a tweezer? It's a gamble. Yeah, you know yeah, what the tweezer though, because it's like it's like a horror film. That might be rooted down to your knuckle. Like you never know how deep that thing goes. It could just be a little flap ready, a to, ready to jump ship, or it could be it could be too yeah, too deep. And then that's are one you, of those dumb are you things. At it right now? It's like scratching the very tip of your finger, it. where it's like not an extreme injury, but then you realize I touch <laughs> everything with that finger. Exactly. My lazy co-moderator right, Daniel Bloodworth is on vacation. He is not here with us tonight, and as you can Damn see, chaos is ensuing. Yeah, no yeah. supervision. Yeah, you, off the rails this time, dude. Are, are Let's you go. Definitely the two rowdiest possible panelists for these guys' podcasts. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to exert my yeah, authority a together. little bit to keep yep. things in line. Are you cozy, Huber? So cozy. I got my yeah, we're here to talk have... about some of the biggest oh, headlines in the world of video games. But before we do that, we must first answer for all the mistakes we made last week. Hmm. Huber seems occupied. Brad Ellis, can you please begin corrections music? Boop. Nice. PSO 2 was confirmed to be released in June in the third Prologue livestream, which aired about a month ago. While there's no exact date announced yet, there will likely be announced at Prologue Event 4 tomorrow. Ben and Blood were talking about it, hopefully coming out before the new Final Fantasy XIV expansion, which obviously will be given the June release date. They will be, they're making it seem like a total mystery as to when it'll be released, but it is coming out within the next few weeks. Bottlelight's guess, who left this comment, is June 9th or June 23rd. Blood was not here to corroborate this, but Blood's like, I know, but they were being confusing around the announcement, so Blood uh, does not like to get those <laughs> details wrong. It is the Summer Game Fest, not the Summer Games Fest. That's on me. Mm. I said Phil Schiller was an app fellow. He is an Apple fellow. Apple does have apps, but that's not what Phil Schiller is. Uh, the full PC port of Time Splitter 2 was indeed found in Homefront the Revolution. Way to go, Huber. I, I miss that entirely that you were, you were bringing that up. Uh, some people were angry that we missed that. There's a Time Splitters remaster project called Rewind. Last updated in February of this year. I guess they have like a, a rudimentary approval, but that doesn't mean a cease and desist won't be coming. And we did an episode of Level on Time Splitters 2 at Game Trailers. Do you recall either of you being involved Chicago? in Chicago? No, I, who that I was, was not, but I think it's Chicago. Mm. I think I've yeah, seen it. it. What year was, was it, that? It's, it's probably Huber, right? Maybe a or, little before. Oh, it sounds so familiar. Maybe Dude, that was before your time. Level. I all, love it. But it reminded yep. me all those like foggy memories of games. A lot of those probably came from level. A lot of those were like like scripts we were approving or stuff yeah. I was reading. And just like, oh, didn't totally. know about this game. Or that's neat. End corrections music, please. Boop. Thanks, Brad. Sorry, is that how you do it? I don't I know. I kind of threw he did, You do it the way you want to do it. I kind of threw that at you, though. But you did, you did very well. Professional. Let's start this podcast off on the right note. Something we can be proud of, something we can be happy about. A silver lining from this last week in video games. A big one from Donovan Lawrence. Last week, Infilament, the creator of one of the greatest fighting game guides out there, released an official fighting game glossary. Fighting games, as I'm sure many people already know, are a particularly difficult genre to get into due to the sheer amount of tenacity required to learn all the systems, techniques, and strategies involved in them. One of the major barriers to fighting games has always been the vernacular the community has developed over the years, although personally, I, Brandon Jones, have loved not knowing what the hell people are talking about part of the time. If you've ever watched a tournament on Twitch weren't able to understand half the terms the commenters were saying, you're not alone. Terms like punished, crouching short, fuzzy, reversal, DP, many, many more, are often glossed over by the people who use them on a daily basis, and this just creates another hill for the newcomers to climb as they enter the genre. 
The glossy is an, a glossary is an excellent resource for the entire community. Over 650 terms are carefully explained with 200 plus video examples in Japanese translations. Wow. I'm not sure if Donovan is a uh, maybe work in press for infilament because mm. we get lots of details here. You can easily search by the term of the game and share links to terms with your friends. The definitions often link to other definitions, and it's extremely easy to navigate. I just love the amount of work that was put into this, and I think it'll be an incredibly useful resource for everyone in the community. I think it's breaking down one of the barriers that kept people from wanting to learn these games. Did you feel That's a barrier between you and the right. vernacular? Uh, kind of. I didn't know everything. Like, all the sayings and stuff. If Definitely. I had questions, I would always just ask Ben or, like, yeah. Damiani, though. We're lucky in that sense, but I guess, yeah most people yeah, yeah they um, said happy birthday one time i was like what the hell does that mean <laughs> then i found out what it means happy like, birthday. marvel vs. capcom shit and i was like oh okay Dynamite. yeah <laughs> uh ben and i talk about like the training modes we just talked about this recently the training modes in fighting games so i just think like having better tutorials trainings and obviously this resource like that's that's the first step that's awesome that's a great yeah. resource. Not only do you got to learn the gameplay, but you got to learn the lingo. Yeah. To hang. Yeah. I'm glad that you could share it too. That kind of sounds like fun, you know, it's like cool. fun terms and yeah. stuff. I'm glad it's easily searchable because that also kind of sounds like homework. And it's like, oh, I'm okay. I don't need to do more research, but for people that want to know. This was not necessarily a big week for video games, but the last 24 hours, my goodness, has been <laughs> pretty good in terms yeah. of like a pre E3 vibe. Lots of events. Two of these I attended, two of these I did not. Uh, oh, shout out to Ben Moore, who was ill today, who was actually going to be on the podcast. Shout out. Who would have a shout lot out. to weigh in on on the first event that we're going to be talking about. I'm actually curious to talk about how these events whacked, uh, went down. I was not in attendance for the Dragon Quest 35th anniversary mm -hmm. special. Uh, we were. Did, did I? Yes. Uh, before we get into the specific details, what did you think of the event in general? Had a cozy vibe. Kind of a Mr. Had Rogers a really neighborhood. Cozy vibe. Super cozy. Uh traditional dragon quests where we get fucked over and don't get like half the stuff yeah Seriously. <laughs> me and huber we officially gave up on dragon quest 10 i've coming thrown out in the, the towel i've officially over. thrown in the yeah, towel it's over for us we're done yep the hope is dead dude no more hope zero huber, none yeah. zero zero they yeah. have some shirts they're cool they're like oh these aren't coming west either and i was pissed yeah just, we get like half of what they yeah. show <laughs> it feels bad man yeah uh, they showed the Dragon Quest Three remake, Jones. I'd like to get your take on this thing, I, man. I saw somebody post a screenshot of it on Twitter, yeah. and I was like, "What the heck is that? I wonder what's going on there." Uh, holy cow! I'm playing <laughs> yeah, this dude. game. Yep. Whoa. Yep. And this, dude, I, 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 I don't know what it is. I think it started with the Arkham series, where I remember mm -hmm. like back at game trailers being like, "Hey, should we like? They'd be cool if Punisher got one of these games." And I remember a lot of people were like. Developers should be able to do whatever they want to do. Like, I don't want people to follow a paradigm and just take a model and just do that. But then we get, like, Breath of the Wild. Then we get Octopath Traveler, and you're just like, this. <laughs> do just, Yeah, more of this. I don't want people to be creative, but holy mm -hmm. cow, it's so – it's beautiful. I, mm -hmm. I, I never want to say this out loud because, you know, it's like giving up. It's like Final Fantasy X coming to the West. I want that for Final Fantasy VI so, so bad. So bad. Mm -hmm. oh yeah i want that i think style. that'd be a smart move actually to do all those older final fantasies if they don't want to do like anything crazier than that i think people would be stoked not all you know, of if you those could get old final fantasies final four five fantasy. six three not four no <laughs> stop what? no you get them all jones, jones just wants one of them not just he only needs one of them you just <laughs> what the other ones yeah. are good <laughs> Of course they're amazing. <laughs> I just we but got a we, sure. we got an awesome four remake already for 3ds, and I was like, ah, that's true. Never, you know, 
never happened. I think, but I, um, I don't want to get my hopes up. Also with this, uh, first of all, the creature designs of Dragon Quest are like my favorite in the world. So just mm-hmm. seeing them in that 2D, 3D visual style is going to be so awesome the whole way Specifically through. Specifically for listeners, you know, Project uh, Triangle Strategy and Octopath Traveler, like that style, you mm-hmm. know, like 2D, yep. but uh, yeah. with, Very with, with hella depth. 2D, but 3D. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the fact, uh, we'll get into it in, in a moment, I'm sure, but the fact that Dragon Quest Eight or <laughs> Eight, Dragon Quest Twelve is potentially going to be a radical shakeup for the franchise, that makes this 2D, 3D remake even more special in a way because it's like that mm. old school, traditional mm-hmm. style. So if people are nervous about, you know, maybe the franchise going in a different direction, then we have this this one to look forward to. So, yeah, I, I like that. I agree, Heaver. And Yuji Horry said, bases. there might be an unexpected surprise for one and two, which won't be unexpected if you say that. But it's still <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> it felt very loose so shows, the whole it. thing. They are just kind of like, like almost just spitballing stuff or ideas out there, it felt like. But those are still relatively big projects. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. hof- hopefully that does well for them. But, I mean, let's, Huber, let's roll right into it. 12. Twelve. Just a logo. This is one of my favorite logo reveals ever <laughs> how do you rank them? seriously how do you rank what what separates one logo reveal to another logo reveal love the uh arkham knight logo reveal i think i just like flames and darkness maybe there's kind of a cor- the similarity there okay um uh logos don't traditionally wow me jones i'm not like waiting for you know with you and trailers i'm not waiting for a logo i'm not judging logos but this one just really stood out to me. And that's all we really had to go on. And then obviously, uh, you know, they, they gave us a little teases about making choices, big choices. Uh, this is a Dragon Quest game for adults. It, mm-hmm. that, that's exactly what they said. It's for adults. Yeah. Right. Maybe darker, darker themes and uh, some combat changes, changes as well. Yeah. So pretty Oh, like, The combat from 11. Does that upset you at all? Well, they've never, you know, they've never really changed it. It's such a traditional, you know, things here and there, obviously, like psyching up and, and different changes, but it's always been a traditional turn-based mm-hmm. JRPG. So, like I said earlier, the fact that we get that three reimagining remake, uh, that'll maybe give me my turn-based fix. So, I'm super excited for them to try. Always down for them to try something new. Yeah. Uh, Jones, for me, it's like a double-edged sword. I yeah, really... Yeah, The a part of, appealing part for Dragon Quest for me and many people is it's rooted in, like, yeah. tradition. That's you know, oh, yeah. traditional JRPG stuff. But the idea of them shaking up the formula a little bit more and experimenting is super exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And saying that right out of the gate. They're being like, that's kind of our mindset for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we can expect it and anticipate it just for being that yeah i totally booted up 11 expecting it to be very old school i want it to be old school I yeah. want, mm-hmm. you know it's like same with bravely default it's like it's just nice to to get that um the return to old vibes mm-hmm. did both of you play 11 at launch yeah i played a bit later okay i played later on day yeah. one dude yeah i played just because of work right you had just other months. yeah yeah, I had you some work just, shit. yeah got to it late yeah well you played draconic mode too so it took you yeah. a little while longer took me a long ass time like a hundred hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> so long this uh dragon quest 2 12 the flames of fate specifically uh worldwide release date no release date yet but we know yeah, it'll be worldwide that's good. which is yeah. a big deal yeah. 
Um, kind of sting, let's the uh, let's the Dragon Quest Ten announcement sting a little less, you know, mm-hmm. because we got eleven so much later in the West. That was a that was a brutal wait. That was a long time. So yeah, yeah. I didn't play at launch, and I was still I could still feel just like man. I feel like I've seen this entire game, <laughs> so many trailers and cutscenes, yeah. and there's montages and stuff. Like I know these characters really well now. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. They're still in there five months or something before it comes out. Um, but it. It's yeah. It reminds me of you know, Yakuza going now. It's Judgment kind of carrying the the reins of of doing more you know combat focused stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You have like Monster Hunter, which is still is releasing lots of different versions of itself, but is now much more popular in the West. And um, uh, so you're mostly positive about potential changes. Very across positive. The board. Not only just combat, but just anything else they could shake up. Like yeah, yeah, sure. I really want to see it. I want to see. You know, they kept they 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 hyped up choices, and uh, Mass Effect is on the brain, Jones. I would mm. love, just spitballing, I would love, like, you know, we're entering the new, the new generation. I would love radically, dramatically different choices in a JRPG or a, or a big, big RPG. A 70-hour journey, 50-hour journey, where we all talk to each other, and we are on different paths, you know? Um, that's kind of what they were saying you know they're hyping up choices so then my mind is racing you know we're entering the future Mm -hmm. of video games all the time like next generation so you're gonna hype up choice i would love to see choices that really truly impact a sprawling narrative because even the witcher you know blood and i had dramatically different endings Mm -hmm. um and as you go through the game you know little choices make you read and and feel situations differently but uh, i would like to see that Take it to the next level and and really shake up how choice affects a big RPG. I also would love it to affect the party as well, where like yeah. you can get in, you can get into decisions where like it's like yes. okay, you can fix this problem, but you either one of these characters has to leave forever; they're gone, and, and like <laughs> yeah, they're, they're dead or anything. They're just like I don't agree with you. Like I'm not. Yeah. Uh, Greedfall kind of got into that. Like they mm. they would argue, you know, and um so yeah they were yeah it, it was it was pretty much one big happy family at 11 but like <laughs> right. that might be part of the adult thing it's like they're these relationships wow. are going to be very difficult you know Good they're call. not going to be yeah. um but uh i'm just i'm just new to this but you both of you guys go at least dating back to i mean i played drag one in the nes but like you love eight so mm-hmm. much and you're, you're you're generally happy with where because there's a lot more stuff announced today. Just Dragon Quest in general, the franchise. You're happy after yeah. today's. Yeah, that uh, Eleven prequel, Brad. That seems pretty cool. Yeah, er- Eric uh, and Mia. Dragon Quest Treasures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric and Mia from Eleven spinoff, baby. Treasure hunt and adventure, man. It's that's gonna be a, jolly. That's really cool. What a cool little pocket to put it in, Eric and Mia prequel. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that is more of that stuff. Like more side games with specific characters and and story base that's cool yeah um you are you expecting that from 11 for them to like <laughs> no. D- d- no. dive back into these characters because final fantasy's really done that with the last big franchises where they're like okay how many how many more weird right. vr games or whatever can we get out of 15 um where yeah i don't recall that from previous dragon quests if it was like all right we're at least going to get two or three little side projects um Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi, let us not forget. Uh, that's our free-to-play mobile the game. The eracer game, yeah. The puzzle game. Cool uh, racers. And mm-hmm. yeah, you, you won't get to play it, but Dragon Quest X is going offline. It's called Dragon Quest X Offline. <laughs> well, maybe a chance for that one. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a chance for that one. Maybe. Online, no yeah, chance in hell. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, maybe not, this one. 
I don't think I would make time for this, but I still like got excited when I first. I was like, oh, that's why they would be announcing an offline version because they're like, okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if servers or whatever language you know difficulties, you can just play it with subtitles or something. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, no interest for people to check it out. But we'll have enough Dragon Quest to play. Uh, when do we? Th- when do you think we're getting Dragon Quest Twelve? <laughs> A couple years. Yeah, twenty. I feel like like twenty twenty three. Absolutely, the absolute earliest. Twenty twenty four and beyond. Way more likely. Yep. So. This is a ways away. Yeah, ways away. Ways away. Uh, do, you, do you guys think we'll see any more around E3 time? Do you think we'll see gameplay or, or a tease or a CG trailer maybe? I'll just say Hori said still a ways away. Yeah. About the game. Still a <laughs> <So>. ways away. <laughs> so. Well, that's Not even just thinking about yeah. it. That's the yeah. interesting about this week is like Dying Light 2 is definitely something I think we're going to see more of at E3. But like here they were today with mm-hmm. new stuff and like mm-hmm. we'll probably see something from the numerous Sonic things announced, you know. But um yeah, especially with an anniversary thing, it seems like more like they're um, I think, some, some people are getting their stuff out of the way in May and then June. Yeah. Kira, I think E3 is going to be Final Fantasy stuff. Like that'll nice. be their blowout. Nice. Dude, new fresh 16 trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could smell it, baby. Yeah. Sizzling back there. Whew. <laughs> Speaking of long franchises that have done very well sometimes, have not done well other times. Um, yeah, I'm going to bump ahead of Horizon Forbidden West. And let's talk about Sonic, man. Let's. Sonic. Let's do it. Announced a pretty fair amount of things today. There's a lot going on with Sonic. Mm-hmm. There was a presentation today for Sonic and so- Sonic's everywhere. And like, I don't even like, did they, t- I didn't see the Sonic event. Did they talk about the movie at all? Did they at least like nope. tease it or hint nope. it? Wow. Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, not two. I think they made it briefly touched on the first one for something, but nothing substantial at all. I remember like the Assassin's Creed movie moment at the Ubisoft press conference back in the day. We were all just like, oh my God, I forgot about that movie. They were just kind of chilling on the couch. So we're making a movie. I watched it recently. Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) I never saw it. I never saw it here. It's it's just boring. It's just pretty boring. (laughs) It's just boring. It's just boring. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I'm looking forward to. I think it's a fairly anticipated film. Sure, yeah. Sonic 2. I think people really like the first one. So, um, I think Sonic's in good shape, and these are a lot of really exciting announcements. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I ever said anything bad about Sonic. This is good stuff. Sonic Colors, one of the best, I think, of Generations, Colors, and Mania as, like, the last decade of, like, the good Sonics. Um, so it's been more than a decade since Colors. Yeah. That was a Wii game, dude. Yeah, when was that? <laughs> but that's the thing is Holy I have shit. no footing on Sonic, Huber. And so whenever yeah. I see, I'm like reading articles or I see people online where they're like, well, that was one of the good ones. It's like, yeah. was, it? was it? For sure. Colors is good. Can I trust this person? Not Because I don't know anything yeah. about it. And I'm just For sure. like, is that, was it to the, the hardcore fans that it was good? Or was yeah, it Colors is good? sweet. Colors is sweet. It's like cool. a amusement park, a Eggman amusement park. And it just nails the speed and the the levels, you know? Because mm-hmm. Generations had, had a lot of that too. Just the, the, like, Sonic Adventure, Shamu style, you know, like, running around, just a lot of that, uh, just nailing that sense of speed. So, that's cool. A new Sonic game is coming in 2022. And if you ask me, the hypest thing about it is that Roger Craig Smith is still Sonic. That a voice actor and yeah. still gets to return. Uh, I think there was a leak, Jones, also on that title. It might be Sonic Rangers. 
Rangers. Oh. Not concrete, but Rangers. Perhaps a leak. Okay, what if it is concrete? What if it's called sign? Just throwing leaks out at me. I don't. Whew. Yeah, How many more you got? Uh, you have any others in this podcast? Wait, uh, I can look for you, dude. Yeah, oh. I would love for the leaks. <laughs> Sonic leaks. Let's go, dude. I'm all in. What on are we? That. What are we? What are we doing? Is this days gone? Are we going out? Going out into the wilderness to? Yeah, or rangers. Like, who knows? Like, are we like a bounty hunter, maybe? Or Sonic like a Texas Forces ranger? is one of the best fives I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is so every Sonic game ever made just swimming around pissed. in your head right now? <laughs> Someone out there's pissed. Well, because well, rangers, I think of rangers forces. Sure. That's why my mind right. went there. Yeah. All right, let's put some of this into context. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there is a new Sonic game coming. Uh, we, we, we saw very, very little of it. If, you know, even a level from that game, just a little tease, uh, uh, 2022, there's gonna be more at the summer game fest kickoff. Great, great. Sonic colors ultimate is coming to PC and consoles. That was a, uh, 2000, what was that? 2010? There, a decade, yeah. Was it? Little over, little over a decade. Uh, that's going to be an epic game store exclusive, but also on PS4, Xbox one and switch on September switch? 7th. And uh, Huber just threw out Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces, Team Sonic Racing, and Sonic Mania are all coming to PlayStation now. Uh, and there's going to be a new Mania. game called Sonic Origins, which is Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, and CD. Possibly more. They were kind of like, wink, wink. I don't know, more games, but like there might be more modes or something else in there. Right. Very very cool. Always, uh, always. Uh, you know, those have been re-released over the years, but as long as we just mm-hmm. keep, keep, keep getting those... Bring bring them along, you know. Bring them along as the generations progress. We don't want to uh, lose Sonic. Jones, there was a brief flash of like Sonic and Minecraft, like really. Quick That's right. Yes. Thing. So he could show up in there. Some hmm. Sonic pack. Cool. This feels like a 35th anniversary. Th- it feels it feels like a giant celebration of Sonic, just because it's 30th. like I I it, oh, is that like yeah, is that part the of the party? Because I, I've. It makes me sad when, is it like, we say Zelda was kind of like the biggest disappointment of the anniversary, you know, where like, they just didn't really do oh, anything. Oh, they like haven't we like, kind of I don't expecting. think they've even kicked it in that yet. Yeah, Mario well, kind of got more of the attention than Zelda Oh, yeah. I mean, San- and Metro always gets screwed over too. Because I feel bad when I have a friend that likes a franchise and the anniversary mm-hmm. comes around and just nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. This seems like a pretty mm-hmm. fair amount of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. From somebody That's that like it. the best. I'm like to halfway me, through the list too. Uh... You know, Sonic's always gonna have a special place in my heart because it put me on the Sega path. You know, Genesis, Dreamcast, playing Sonic with my brother. I feel like, for me, you know, just speaking for my myself here, this is like one of the best case scenarios. We're getting the classic games remastered. Perfect. We get to play the originals. We're getting one of the greats remastered, which was a pain in the ass to play because it's on Wii. You know, haven't played mm-hmm. that in forever. So we're getting Sonic Colors, and then we have the hope of a brand new one coming in the in the pretty near future. So I think all in all, all around, uh, pretty exciting as a Sonic mm-hmm. fan today, for sure. Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games unfortunately could not happen <laughs> because of the pandemic. But I, I saw Olympic that after you told games, me, Jones. Uh, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. You can dress your player as Sonic. Yeah, so you can have like Sonic with like sneakers on, like <laughs> yeah. cosplaying, on the, and I think it's just track and field. And uh, amongst other things, I saw an astronaut in one shot. Like you can wear lots of funny little outfits. Um, Dude, the Uncanny Valley in this is real. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, am I bizarre. looking at a at a computer game? Is this a real person in a costume? <laughs> like, it was messing with my head. 
What's the costume sales bump? 2%? Somebody sees this announcement that was not planning on buying. I'm getting this game now, so you got me. I'm in. I didn't even know this existed until today, so. Yeah, it's on my radar. Mission accomplished. Did Huber just just make a sale? Sonic Mania will be on the Epic Game Store on June 24th. Nice. Um, Don't skip it. Yeah. If yeah, you're listening, again, it's good. If you're listening or watching, and you have not played Sonic Mania, it seems like they got a pretty it. good handle on what the better games in the franchise are because that's you are smiling and nodding <clears throat> at all of the titles I'm throwing out here. Two Point Hospitals getting Sonic themed stuff, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on July 22nd. Um, it just looks like they called everybody. It looks yeah. like they were robo called or something. Sonic you know? and Fortnite when, dude? What's yeah. the deal, Jones? Where is everybody it? Picked up What's the, phone. the deal? <laughs> Um, Sonic the Fighters is going to be in Lost Judgment. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> yes. Go to the arcade and play. The we played this at Easy Living, right? Yes, we this did. is the one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that Lost Judgment's PC console September 24th. Uh, and you were sad that uh, all the merch was coming to Japan for Dragon Quest that you couldn't get. Sega's also making a bunch of Sonic merch. Uh, oh and the boy, Sonic are mobile, they? The Sonic, the Sonic Mobile games are getting a bunch of updates and stuff. So. Dude, have What's you guys the seen the necklaces? Word? Have no. you seen the necklaces, dude? No. Dude, you got to see these fucking necklaces. They are insane. <laughs> insane, dude. If you, could, if you do a necklace check before the next podcast, you right? appreciate okay. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, look these up. I was, ex- I was very shocked. <laughs> Shocking necklaces? I was very shocked, Jones. <laughs> I saw all the merch. Necklaces didn't stand out for me. Maybe I should take a look, too. You got to see what they look like. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Styled towards a hip-hop look, the kings of bling King Ice will be making these jewel-encrusted <laughs> wow. Sonic wow. necklaces. <laughs> jewel-encrusted. <laughs> jewel-encrusted. Wow. We got to get one. Now, I know people are excited that we're going back in the studio, but, you know. Uh, you can send yeah. us, you know, sometimes we open gifts after group streams. I don't, it's not, <laughs> not the time. But if you could, if you could, I don't know if you have them up. I mean, what would you, uh, what are we talking? Tails? Would you go Knuckles? Probably Knuckles, right? Dude, Bad Boy Knuckles. What would you do? Excellent. Shout bad out. Boy Knuckles every time. Oh, i just go Sonic. Dude, Knuckles is the original Bad Boy. For listeners, the they're literally ju- it's just boy. their heads, <laughs> jewel encrusted. Yep. Very, very shiny necklaces. Wow. Uh hype we all got to see horizon for ben west today mm-hmm. and <laughs> i felt bad because i was hosting the stream and we were kind of wrapping it up and i'm like yeah i'm just stoked on this game and i'm going to play it bye yeah, everybody i don't really have anything else it was i i kept thinking about that too to Jones. it's I all was great like, i was gravy. like i don't it's... really have anything to say but I, as i was thinking about it that was a really good reintroduction Mm -hmm. to horizon it you know it was so far out of my mind for the last year or so year and a half whenever we last saw it Um, Mm -hmm. and then now it's fresh again it's like oh horizon i'm excited about that game Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i think it it succeeded definitely in that i I thought the first time we got a a look at it was ambiguous so i remember i said some some less than thrilled things about it which is like terrible because i'm just i'm like i'm gonna play this and review it and just adore it you know so i'm like kind of was kind of being nitpicky and then they did what I think a lot of people should do, depending on whether your announcement goes really good or bad, is just take off, come back when you have a, a nice chunk to show me, when you have something where it's like, mm-hmm. yay, we can be excited about mm-hmm. it. I'm just surprised they don't have a lot of conversation starters packed for this podcast because 
it's not like this is the last Nathan Drake adventure we're going to see. It's not like Kratos is reinventing itself. This is just a franchise that I thought kicked ass on the way in and mm-hmm. I think is going to kick even more ass on next gen. Extremely mm-hmm. competent developer, a character everybody loves, like combat that, you know, was built very well. I think they're, yeah, this could be a good game. Because, <laughs> Jones, even uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart had the loading, you know, the SSD, like, we're loading into, right. and that was the conversation of like, oh my gosh, just like loading through places. So it's like, with Horizon, it was just, this looks great. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, it's just an open world game, so it's hard to do a little crazy shit like Ratchet's doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Makes more sense in that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pleased with some of the gameplay tweaks they're adding, like the biggest one being the glider thing. Yeah. All three of us were like, yes, good. Keep that in there. <laughs> yep. Just make navigating so much easier. So the new combat stuff, like the spear special ability she did was really mm-hmm. cool. And just that that mammoth fight was sweet, man. Mm. Like the destruction going on. And he, like, she shot all the guys off and all the wood flying Dude, everywhere. the wood flying off was sick. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, we've seen a small chunk of this game. So there's well, definitely the underwater, Brad. Yeah. Looked really good. Looked great. Yeah. And a grappling hook. I would say glider, yeah. grappling hook, swimming. Those were kind of like the three tent poles of things. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember. And again, where you know, I, I'm not diving really deep in on analysis because it felt missing from the original game, but didn't make me like mad. You know, it was something where I was like, yeah, that would be neat to have a little more verticality, or it would be neat, especially after Breath of the Wild. It's like every mm-hmm. game needs this now. Uh, Immortals definitely agreed. Uh, and swimming would have been nice, but what you know, there was just so many gorgeous environments and so right. much great traversal in that. Um, so. Yeah, I'm just way down. And it makes me wonder when I look up at cliffs and stuff like that, now that we have a glider, it's like, oh, I wouldn't think I could have gone up there in the original game, but maybe we can. Some of those tall yeah. buildings, like, mm-hmm. you know, climbing all the way to the top of the Golden Gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah. Float on down. Yeah, so, I want to see, I really want to see what exploration is like, Jones, if they nail that on both fronts. If I can dive deep, deep, deep down into an underwater cave and find something cool, and then on the other side, it's like, if I can climb to the top of the Golden Gate Bridge and find something cool up there, and just having all these places high up and, and far below that you can explore, that's that's all I want. What do you think about your enemies, Huber? These machine riders. Dude, Brad, chainsaw mouth. I didn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool, dude. <laughs> I mean, they look like Dino Riders mixed with Lord of the Rings enemies. So, yes. For Dino Riders cross Lord of the Rings, yeah, dude. Yeah, so hell yeah. I'm Perfect. in, dude. Yep. Yeah, I want to see. Dude, is there is there going to be like mount combat, you know? Can I get mm-hmm. on one of those and start like munching on enemies or 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 get True, in one yeah. of the uh get in one of the big elephants mm-hmm. yeah, what it was called it was like a tusk something some it had a cool name i forget <laughs> it was interesting i had you know because it's a demo you have to wonder like how much of this is actually sliced out of like a final game and she got on a mount and then came in on a mount in the cutscene. and i was like wait a minute what if you just walked <laughs> up like would you not be on a mm-hmm. mount or how does that work mm-hmm. um yeah and i was you know when we first saw that elephants like she gonna ride that thing she gonna leg a loss around that sucker or what <laughs> right um but yeah the enemies look cool and again i didn't think uh they, they they did enough to show off what the combat can do you know and looks exciting but uh um it's certainly built on stuff that people are very familiar mm-hmm. with having played the first yeah. game um no release date tons of gameplay though uh a pretty long demo that was a good chunk a fairly I'm continuous pretty... shot I'm pretty surprised there's no 
date window or anything like that. All we know is this year. I think when they first showed this game, it was supposed to be like the first, like, what's the term I'm thinking of? Like the first launch window or some shit Mm -hmm. like that for PS5. Something like that. But Mm -hmm. they said their nurse put a date on it for now until they're really sure, which I think Mm -hmm. is wise, I guess. What if, uh, you know, learning from cyberpunks? Oh, I'm sure plenty chaos, of people learn from that. <laughs> um, the because this is cross gen. I I, yeah. I had forgotten yep. about that. I'd forgotten that this is gonna be on PlayStation Four. So maybe they're just making sure, taking that extra time, make sure both last gen, current gen versions are mm-hmm. good to go. Yeah. Hubert, Sony is investing really heavily in a lot of these big properties, and it, it just like properties meaning like Insomniac, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a lot of these big, uh, you know, devs that they work with that they own or otherwise, and produce these really, really, you know, top selling, really high quality PlayStation exclusives. How pushy do you are in ter- when you think it comes to like dates? Like, do you think they told Gorilla like, eh? or if like Gorilla's like, hey, we have we have an idea, we're gonna make something that's gonna be you know as good if not way better than the original, and we we just need this much time. I feel like first party is probably pretty flexible. You know, there's obviously like hard deadlines and stuff, but I, I think back to uh, God of War and Corey Barlog and Sean Layden and them having their little jokes, mm-hmm. like Sean Layden being like shit please <laughs> like what's what's going on <laughs> because like, just wait you know a little yeah. longer a little longer um so i bet you know you you don't want to give them unlimited time because then they'll they just won't get it shipped you have to have those strict mm-hmm. deadlines and that that hard push but i imagine with something of this magnitude something this important to the entire playstation brand i imagine time is like probably not really even a factor yeah i'm sure it is given, but it's not <laughs> sure they're given more leeway than maybe like some of their other studios maybe like i assume the big ones like uh gorilla is one of the big sony ones now because of horizon so they probably get a little more flexibility and jones i do think it, a lot of it was like cyberpunk and seeing mm. a game come out when it's not supposed to everyone kind of probably is taking a step back and realizing can't fuck it up no. And Cyberpunk was kind of the tip of the iceberg. Like there was a, there was mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff. Yeah, of course. A lot of a lot of plans. What you know, good you know, mm-hmm. good plans were laid to waste in 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just um and, and like the thing about Sony is always with Dreams. I'm like, I can't believe Dreams got that much time <laughs> to finish right. that game. So yeah, I'm always curious about how how nice Sony is just in terms mm-hmm. of like strong arming. You know, being like you should finish your stuff. How how much time Insomniac bought with the success of Spider Man to make Spider Man Two. Uh, but I, I just do want to say, and I feel nervous about this because I am not that big of a PC gamer. I don't have the latest graphics card technology, but this is one of the prettiest games I've ever seen in my entire life. Holy cow. I know. Her yeah, hair and underwater. It, it and like, never does it justice on a stream, too. Even if I'm watching the 4K yeah. raw thing on a computer, it's just not the same as when it's in motion and you're actually playing. Yeah. Like, and it looks so good even this way. So. And there's, yeah. they're popping. They were weird. There was like one clear cut at some point. She like mm-hmm. arrived on the beach and then it just cuts her like standing there. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, there were also just moments, yeah, um, where, and it's unfair to draw a comparison between this and Ratchet, but um, just pretty in a different way. Just, mm-hmm. just kind of one of those eye experiences. Um, are you hungry for that? That kind of benchmark? Do you think we haven't really seen that with either console yet or? As far as an exclusive is concerned, Last I mean, of Us Part Two it's a baiting like, question, but. recently blew me away visually. So I'm like, I'm pretty satiated with my visuals. I remember <laughs> uh, Demon Souls looked super good 
when that came out. Like, holy crap. Yes. Uh, and it was interesting. No mention of just the old Horizon. You know, we have, there is like a yeah. complete edition that you can get, but people were curious if there was going to be a PS5 upgrade or. Yeah, I was hoping um, there was going to be. Any kind of lead in, any kind of lip service to that. We still got time, but it would have been nice. Yeah. Maybe uh, next month. And because I got Brad Ellis here, he joined me for the Dying Light video, which he mm-hmm. wrote Dying Light is in good shape and also looks good, and I'm happy about it. Yes. Textures, character models, animation, yeah. story, like, v- into it. was it. looking good, yeah. That presentation was real bad, and uh, just, to, just really took itself seriously, had just very an uncomfortable host script. Shout out to those hosts, man. It's a hard job. Hard uh, job. It was not, that's a bad script. That was bad. Yep. There, was, there was uphill they battle. They did their best. Um, but then you got Horizon coming in. Were there moments when they wait for play. a laugh, Jones? That's my favorite. Waiting for mm. the laugh. By favorite, you mean the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then, using your yeah. parlance, my favorite is whenever someone who's paid to be a host says they like something. <laughs> That's <my laughs> You know what I like. <laughs> this one building or something, you know, that one thing. Sounds scary. <laughs> And then here comes Skrull, like, hi, it's been a while, you know, here's the game, you know, like, I just loved the, oh, so refreshing, like, seeing those two things back to back. Um, What about, just curious before we move on from all of these press things, what did you think in in terms of Horizon v. Sonic and, you know, Dragon Quest, do you think there's any lessons to be learned with handling these events? Just about to get into E3, we're about to get so many different press conferences and digital events. It's been a while that people have had a chance to get good at these. Mm-hmm. I mean, Horizon's my preferred method, how they delivered it, but Horizon was just covering one game, and Sonic was doing a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Sonic thing was pretty fast, which I really appreciated. Wait, I didn't wait. feel like it wasted a lot of my time. But, yeah, just the the Dying Light 2... Uh, wait, what is it? Stay Human. That's what it's called. Dying Light 2 it's Stay... It's called that now. It's called stay Dying Light 2 human. Stay Human. Dude, the end it of that trailer! Of Deus Ex. Yeah, it reminds me of Deus Ex, Huber... Human revolution, stay, stay human. human, stay oh, human yeah, revolution. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the yeah. end. He's like, kind of. Well, it's, it's weird because Dying Light's gonna be multiple episodes, like Cyberpunk was with their mm-hmm. stuff, and they've shot them all, or or, yeah. or at least they're not gonna make any real significant changes between episodes. So me criticizing it is like fairly pointless, mm-hmm. but but fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that oof, that was brutal. Um. And it's still like a dramatic thing. That's the other thing is it was so dramatic about the story and the dying like thing. And like Horizon was like, yeah, there's stuff going on. You know, there's this infection. It's just these this, these enemy troops. You know, we'll deal with all of that. But we're supposed, you know, really focusing on gameplay today. Um, so, yay! Excited and, and excited about Dying Light Two. Yeah, oh yeah, about super hyped for Dying Light Two. Good drop kick. Yeah. Videos. Good drop kick. Good melee combat, dude. That first game mm-hmm. is so fun. So sweet. Jones, yeah, it's another one of those things where it's like, this game was out of my mind for so long. I didn't have to 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 slog through the uh, the presentation. I just watched the gameplay overview. It was like six mm-hmm. or seven minutes. Well done. Um, this is another one of those things where it's like, this game was out of my mind, off my radar for a while, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm excited again for this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's cool that you know they just kind of kept their head down and then came back with this. December well, game. Gorilla really kept their head down. We've heard a lot about, you know, crazy stuff going on over Cra- Techland. People yeah, leaving the team yeah. and writers leaving the team and mm-hmm. uh, delays. And I guess their uh, community got kind of riled up and they apologized to the community. And some people were like, don't apologize to these weirdos. They're being mad at you for delaying your game. You know, so there's a, a fair bit of turmoil going on in that community. Okay. 
interesting to see yeah. how that art contest goes that they're gonna do oh yeah art people drawing like zombies costume. for money <laughs> excuse me hmm. we'll see if you're planning on submitting let us know and now a word from our sponsors are you unhappy with your smile you don't have to be Thousands of people have used Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth, and now they love their smile. And I got a bunch of these to pick from, just like Sharon H. from Pittsburgh, PA. I wore braces as a teenager. Flash forward 30 years, I had crowding on the bottom, and one of my teeth actually stuck out. That's when I made the decision to move forward with Candid, and I finally got my confidence back. Feels good. Candid's here to help straighten your teeth so you can fall in love with your smile, too. I didn't like those other ones. They had two other options. I don't know. Didn't mm. like their stories. Didn't feel it as much as Sharon's. <laughs> Your treatment's prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You have the same quality of care you'd get from an in-office ortho orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. I have not used Candid, but I have used braces technology at various stages of my life. It is... It was insane a couple years ago when I got braces. I can't imagine how good that stuff is now. So this program makes complete sense to me. Uh, and it's so great that you can just literally get stuff in the mail, try it. If it doesn't fit or something, you get that stuff adjusted and you move on step by step. While other companies use general dentists, quote unquote, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish. So you never have to wonder how you're doing. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then. And it costs thousands less than traditional braces. Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, you can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit. Go to CandidCO.com slash EasyAllies and use code EasyAllies. All one word. That's CandidCO.com slash EasyAllies. Code EasyAllies. Take advantage of this limited time, limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. CandidCO.com slash EasyAllies. Code you guessed it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to clean your butthole. Sorry, just get the facial reactions. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. And there's no way to, better way to get your ass in gear than with the Hello Tushy Bidet. Hello Tushy's brand new 3.0 modern bidet attachment is here to get your ass ready. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and even saves your cheap ass money. I just, I, I want to say I'm excited every single time. Here we go. We got our list of all our sponsors is coming up. But whenever I see Hello Tushy come in, it's like, yes, I am, yes. I am, pre I am prepared. There are, mm -hmm. you know, not the sponsors, you know, that I appreciate. I'm, I'm wearing some of my head right now, but there's no sponsor that I do research for quite like Hello Tushy. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just clean your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself with the Smart Spray Trademark Automatic Nozzle. Hello Tushy attaches to your existing toilet. No electricity or extra plumbing needed. Cutting toilet paper use by 80%, paying for itself in a few months. Plus, Hello Tushy has your ass covered with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Go to hellotushy.com slash easyallies to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for Easy Allies podcast listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash easyallies for 10% off. And Hellotushy has been very nice to us. And my ass. Hellotushy.com slash easyallies. Jesus. <laughs> it's so Jones good. It's so refreshing. That. It's so refreshing. I'm so nervous about so many things with this damn podcast. So many things that could, could go wrong. You know, is the beck going to work or whatever? No sweat. For the Hello Tushy read. No sweat endorsing this product. <laughs> no, sweat. no sweat reading their 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 trashy jokes. Uh, love you, Hello Tushy, and love you, patrons. If you happen to be a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Let's talk handhelds. Okay. Right. Sure. You ready? Yeah. Do you sure, do you like do them? Do you play them? 
Sometimes. Do you own them? Not really. Not really. Do you know who's maybe going to make a handheld? Do you know the rumors? Yes. Handheld? Who's it coming yeah. from, Brad? Valve. How's that sound to you? Uh, sounds like Valve. Kind of intrigued. Does it? Oh, okay. This, you're not surprised. This seems like something Valve no, would do. I feel like they're they're totally open to experiment with stuff like this. Like Steambox, VR. They're not afraid to throw some cash around. <laughs> Hubert, you know, the Switch is successful. No one's arguing that. Um, mm-hmm. Or no one that's, you know, yeah, uh, correct. Um, I only play Duct. But it's funny that, like, the, the Switch... To define the success of the Switch, in my mind at least, if anyone else is planning on making a what they call a handheld, I just think mm-hmm. of the Switch. It's like, oh, they're going to make a Switch. It might be yeah. bigger. The, the form factor might be a little bit different with the controls and stuff, but just that control on the side, snap, the whole, mm-hmm. like, it seems kind of like the form factor you would go with. Yeah, that's uh, pretty wild to think if uh, Valve is in, it did a Switch, based, th- pretend it's just a Switch mm-hmm. style, like you were just saying, Jones. That is pretty pretty wild to think about how powerful potentially that thing could be um it's gonna get it'd hot. be like a, a portable pc you could like dock it and take it with you yep. maybe like or do- yeah i don't know if you would even yeah. docking would be just playing steam games on your pc so you would just yeah. you would probably just take this thing with you ars technica is reporting on this it's one of those fun situations where everyone else is but they're all pointed at ars technica they're like <laughs> ah, you know mm-hmm. um it could also potentially be one of those things that you know of course schreier comes up yes i've played it i knew this keely's like of course you know this is things that we know but it was ars technica that let the rest of the world now codenamed steam pal and that might or may or not, may or may not be a final game uh final name for the system uh neptune is allegedly the uh in company name for it so that would be interesting if it's not called steam pal because it seems like it was originally called neptune and then steam pal was the final game um, there gonna be a sega neptune neptune's Pride. i think it was supposed to be like after saturn or before it kind of interesting Sega hmm. Neptune, yeah. Sega Neptune. Two-in-one Sega Mega Drive and Sega 32X console announced by Sega but never released to the public. I take that, public. That's harsh. Um, and, uh, again, this hasn't been announced, and a lot of people are reaching out to Steam and Valve. They're not saying anything. But right. uh, this very morning, in Steam's code, uh, some some terms were picked up by Steam DB dev Pavel Jundik, who picked up Steam Pal, Steam Pal Games, and Neptune were all added to the code. So Steam, hmm. something's happening with Steam Pal. Um, I think about Microsoft and a lot of the crazy tools that you can buy to play things that are on Game Pass, to, uh, Game Pass to stream stuff on xCloud. It seems like Microsoft is making a lot of this functionality possible, but in a way that's not requiring them to you know, kind of go back to the drawing board in a way that uh, to invest in mu- as much as Nintendo has. Right. Do you think, therefore, it's smart to Valve for Valve to spend a lot of money on this, or should they take the Microsoft route? Hmm. I don't, I don't, it's hard to say if it's smart. I guess I don't know, like what their metric of success is for this thing either. What they're expecting from it. I think it's a cool idea, Jones, and maybe proof of concept for them to see how it could do. I don't know. It's such a hard thing for me to measure right now. Hmm. Steam fans like to spend money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Specifically yeah. coming from this company, I could see this is something yeah. that could promote really well. I could see lots of great deals and stuff. Yeah, but smart. handhelds yeah. are officially gone at Sony. That did not work out for them in the long run. Uh, 
you know, Nintendo, as much success as they've had with the Switch, they essentially turned their home console into a handheld and, and kind of vice versa. Um, so I'm curious if there was what we would classify as a risk. Is this something that um, we'll just work I out? I mean, just the, the hardware games? alone and the price of it. Like, how many games is this thing going to be able to play on Steam exactly? Mm-hmm. Like, can you play every game on Steam or only, like, 85% of some games you can't play on this thing? I don't know. Ours is saying it's a select... Yeah, so so Steam Pal and Neptune were added to the code, but Steam Pal Games was also, so that'll probably be its own filter okay. or its own list or something, a tab. Kind of like VR, hmm. where you can like just look at the VR stuff on Steam. Um, it, it could be cool, man, to be able to play a lot of your PC games, and it like they look pretty good. That could be mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. From a uh, consumer perspective, Michael Huber, are you excited about the idea of playing Steam games on handheld? Zero percent. For me personally. No desire. I uh, I just I game in in a specific position, either in this chair or on my couch. Is that um, the chair? I, yeah, I'm never the chair ever gaming on the go. If I'm gaming on the go, it's like a Hearthstone match on my phone while I'm waiting right. in line somewhere. <laughs> so for me personally, don't really need it. But uh, you know, love or hate Valve of the last decade, anytime they do something, it's newsworthy and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking about making a potentially a new console. <laughs> Definitely intrigued. How tough would it be to get a Switch owner to buy one of these? Maybe hmm, the Switch is the only question. console they have. You know, it's like, yeah, portable, woo! Mm-hmm. And they're like, eh, Switch has been pretty good to me. I don't know. Price could be a big barrier, yeah, I price, guess. Price, games, I could see know. this thing being expensive if it's powerful, yeah. which I assume it would be pretty powerful. I can see, like, $500 think, or more. Do you think this will steal, steal any thunder from the Switch Pro rumored? No, I don't think so. I think, like, they can coexist mm-hmm. kind of their own thing. How'd you like to take a crack at stealing Nintendo's thunder? In 2021. If anyone can do it, it's one yeah, of the big boys, dude, Valve. Valve's a big boy, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. But that's, that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I, you know, it's going to be weird because if they go ahead and it looks like the Switch, I, I, I see identical, you know, uh, products for different audiences. You know, like, I'm sure there's going to be people that own both, of course. There's, you know, no mm-hmm. question when people heard about this. Some people are like, all right, shut up and take my money. But um, it's just going to be interesting yeah, some people are just have sworn off handheld like a, a curse, you know. So it's gonna be interesting. Right. Whenever whenever I hear rumors like is Microsoft maybe doing something, like we we wondered that before we really you know had gotten all the final details in the Series S and X, um, and so this seems like a lot of money to you know with an audience that's like already they just announced something where it's the the, the fold out tablet for Microsoft um, for Windows. That like you can have it like a 3ds now, where just like the top that you fold it out, and then one the top part of the screen just plays Game Pass, and the bottom part does, which sounds like an awful way to play it, but um, <laughs> does a, like a gamepad, just simulates like the, all the buttons, and you can just play Xbox on the go. There's so much of that stuff going on that like if somebody's so dialed in on that, and they're like, and are gonna already access these games that are available through Xbox through Microsoft. Do I necessarily mm-hmm. need to spend 600, 500 bucks? Uh, sorry, did you say if you could hook this up to your TV too, like with a dock or anything like that? Uh, I would doubt it. No details specifically. I could like see that, that being a big appeal for a lot of people. Maybe like you play all mm. these PC games on your TV or something. Take it to a friend's house, show them. Yeah. Maybe. 
Maybe. Something to watch. And we will. How far along do we think this is? I mean, is this something we're going to see in like 2025 or? Oh, right I around think the corner. Than that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think know about you... right around the corner. I don't think you announce something like this and then wait more mm-hmm. than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this is something you just get people excited about. Uh, this, yeah, I would be surprised if if these rumors are true. And again, when you talk about people digging up code, it's like I don't know if the code guy's lying. We'll see. Um, right. But I could see, I could see just holiday. You know, holiday twenty one. This is them. Uh, gearing up i just don't know if they're gonna make a switch sized push or if there's gonna be like no this is something because you kind of need to to make your money back yeah they might start smaller though yeah but valve has been surprising me a lot lately so who knows uh ars also wanted to point out that stuff uh, really cool tech like the steam controller or tech that people might have enjoyed uh like the steam controller and steam machines just poof vanished and so um or did not get the support that maybe they deserved or people were expecting so who knows Mm-hmm. Google and just like yank the rug out. Um, and uh, if you're all still skeptical, Gabe Newell kind of teased this earlier this month in a speech in New Zealand. Quote, you'll get a better idea of that. Speaking of like potential new consoles or whatever, by the end of this year, it won't be the answer you expect. You'll say, aha, now I get what he was talking about. But everybody reached out to Valve and they were like, aha, we're not saying anything right now. <laughs> so we'll see. Put How do you buy on that? Good to go. 500 bucks, you buying it? Huber's not buying it. Brad, you buying it? Not buying it. No, not okay. right now. No. Not buying it. $400 4K Switch, you buying it? Yep. Probably buying that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Probably buying that. Trading in, though. You trade up. Trading your trade Switch. Okay. Get that one. Uh, The larger screen for the portability or the 4K when it's docked? What's the, 4K. What's the major? 4K when it's docked. Mean, I'm, I'm with Huber. I'm not huge on the portable mode the aspect of it i don't play in that very often it's cool but i just don't use it that often mm-hmm. i'm huber stationary put stationary. me in a chair put yeah. a tv in front of me playing zelda all night long yeah <laughs> i can exist in various states of nintendo fandom at the same time granted we talk about the success of the nintendo switch a lot i play it's charging right behind the monitor that is i'm recording the <laughs> right now uh i love that console i'm really enjoying pokemon snap right now I am so sick of talking about the Nintendo Switch Plus. There's been so many rumors. There's been so many people. <laughs> so many. Again, yeah, it's like it's so this long. Ars Technica thing is interesting so because long. Ars is like, hey, it's time people know about this. This is really interesting and this will be coming soon. Where it's just like everybody is claiming to know. No, no, no. It's coming out now. Mm. No, it has this tech or whatever. And just waiting to hear from Nintendo. I threw this at Damiani before a podcast because he's recording Frame Trap. Or he's recording Friend Code tomorrow. I'm like, hey, do you want this? Should I stay away from this? He's like, dang it. <laughs> like, just fine. Talk about it. <laughs> like, so I specifically want to get into details. Uh, I am, again, excited about 4K. 720p resolution on that 7-inch OLED screen. Um, we are roughly the same distance away from the Switch that the Switch was to the Wii U. So in Nintendo terms, it is time, uh, potentially, for us to get something. I saw that pointed out on social media. Uh, and tis when it things to tend to get heavy in the room. Always Bloomberg that comes in and goes, it's, it's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Switch is coming. Um, but specifically, I want to talk about the significance of it releasing this fall. Um, Zelda. Is the... Yeah. That's Spoilers. the answer, Jones. Yeah. Spoilers. Zelda. Spoilers. See, again, these are things we've been waiting on for so long. You know, I didn't think about Zelda. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> That's probably why it's been taking so long, because Zelda development's mm-hmm. been, like, yeah. weird. Hold it. You know, holding tw- it. 2020 pandemic. Maybe. Uh, I feel like the Switch Pro... The only way to show off and to 
force people to open their wallets is show Zelda on that thing. The showpiece. Yeah, as always. You, you don't show anything other than Zelda running on running in 4K on the Switch Pro, and then it, it sells itself. You show that Resident Evil Revelations 3 humor. That's yes. the show on there, too. <laughs> yes, you show a grab bag. You show Mario. Yeah. Show it all. The Donkey Kong game. Show it all, baby. Metroid. Show it all. Think of, I think uh, for real, though, Jones, before, we get, before the wheels come off, I, I think <laughs> Zelda debut switch pro trailer well it's got it yeah and launches i'm assuming um are, are you gonna let huber mess with your emotions like that brad are you just gonna get <laughs> what do you like, mean what if brad what agrees if, what if, it doesn't happen? if it doesn't happen are you gonna be upset or are you where no. are you at in terms of um because that makes sense to me and that's certainly a you know uh i mean that's, that's what i've speculated out for Nintendo well in the past yeah i've been speculating that for a long time like we've been talking about a Switch upgrade, as you said, forever. And Nintendo has held Zelda back before for new hardware. I mean, look at Twilight Princess on Wii. It is interesting that as of now, Zelda is way more known as a system seller for Nintendo than Mario is. Mario just kind of bounces in and out. Here and yeah. There. Um, whereas this is, the strategy's worked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you, so do you think... So many people have talked about this console that doesn't exist, that has not been actually, like, barely even hinted at by Nintendo. Um, is this pretty much locked in at this point? Do you think, um, do you think 2021 is locked in? What do you think? You've been, you've been throwing out percentages. 2021? What's the percentage? Or 2021? To maybe get it this year? What do you think? Talking to me or Brad? Yeah, I'm talking Huber. to you, Huber. Is it oh, locked? shit. Sorry, I was waiting for Brad. Dude. You said you. 95%. This is it's 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 borderline absurd how long we've been talking about this thing without any like real concrete official word from Nintendo. So, I think any like if this thing drags on into next year, it's just like too much, too long. So, I think uh I think end of this year, fall holiday. I think one of the things that makes it fall flat a little bit for me uh, in order just like to get excited about it, it's like when the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X came out, it was always exciting to find those things that could potentially go wrong. Like those are always really good conversation starters. Those are really good headlines of just like Microsoft or Sony could piss you off a lot in this way. <laughs> I think this is going to be just a much better product and I'm going to want to get it. I don't, I'd be very surprised if Nintendo did something to the system that would not be, it'd be the question of like whether I need it or not, but it'll be, mm-hmm. a, you know, unquestionable improvement. Um but interesting that we, you know, it is just going to be a Switch, probably. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What do we yeah. think about that? You know, it's th- that this is I this form factor that. is something Nintendo, if it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. I assumed it's just going to be yeah. a PS4 Pro, Xbox X kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. If you're Nintendo and you got this news this week about Valve, do you, is this even oh, radar I don't think they're do worried. No, I don't think so. They're gonna yeah. give it like lip service in a in a in a treehouse or something, or Valve may have just a, a joke on they, Twitter uh, or something, a little bit of support. They don't have Mario and Zelda. That is or true. Mario Kart keeps selling Mario Kart. Yeah, but they got Dota. <laughs> they've got Dota, and they've got GTA Five, <laughs> and Steam. Period. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, this new Switch is probably going to sell for, three, you know, three, four years. Oh, of course it will. <laughs> Everything's going to sell. And I, don't, and I don't think a new Mario Kart's going to touch it. I don't think they're going <laughs> to... I think people are going to be like, oh my God, Mario Kart 8 in 4K. <laughs> Finally, you know, and it's just going to be the... It's going to sell more <laughs> yep. that month than it ever has. <laughs> you know, like right. we're, we're about to see some new records for Mario Kart 8. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy talk about handhelds. You know, both... Mm-hmm. The, I, don't, I don't know how this... Rumor from, you know, Valve and this, you know, uh, christening from Bloomberg to officially say that uh, we should finally start to get totally 100% serious about the mm-hmm. new Nintendo Switch. Same podcast. What do you know? E3 for this one, Jones? Switch announcement? Uh, I don't, yeah, no, I won't bet on it. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see when we actually get around to E3 bets how I feel about it. Mm. But I could see this just Nintendo being like, no, we want to catch you on a random day. We want to own that day. You know, we don't want that just to be after you because um, we were speculating that they're probably going to take Tuesday, even though they haven't officially said it, because they just love that Tuesday, regardless of whether mm-hmm. they're actually going to a convention after or not. Um, but I don't know. I could see there's one day, random day in September. Boom. There it is. Buy it in three months. Cool. cool. Or also not at all. And it breaks Brad's heart. <laughs> yeah. It never comes. Sweet. It's all right. I mean, I'm used to it with a lot of stuff I like. <laughs> Also this week, tomorrow morning, we're going to get to see Far Cry 6 for the first time. So if you're listening to this podcast, early access, you're like, I get this two days early. They're going to talk about Far Cry. I already saw some. What? Some uh, YouTuber, I believe a Polish YouTuber, put up a video early. What? Leaks. With footage. Yeah. What? I saw it. Well, tell me about it, man. I'm upset even knowing that. Man. Leaks. Leaks about leaks? Leaks about leaks. Damn. Uh, there was a big Mass Effect Easter egg in No Man's Sky. The Normandy, just chilling <laughs> in No Man's Sky. Pretty cool. I think it's like an event right now with the Normandy it, in there. I believe it's an so event, cool. but they didn't know it was a Mass Effect event. <laughs> and then they like, oh, the okay. like, oh, hi. Uh, Elite Dangerous Odyssey had a rocky launch. Uh, of, so much so the CEO and co-creator had to apologize. Um, so hopefully that will be better. I think it is running better now, but um, did not go as planned. Pokemon apologize. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl is coming out November 19th. Legends Arceus, Arceus, Ar- Ar- January 28th, 2022. Hi, I said it both ways, so you can't correct me. Um, so, yeah, Pokemon fans only have two months to beat uh, either Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl, or both, depending on how you do that. BlizzCon 2021 is canceled due to obvious COVID concerns. A surprise to either of you? Kind of, but they did do something earlier this year, so... Mm-hmm. I maybe also, I think it's, I think it is that I'm not saying it's anything else, but I also think maybe they, a combination of them just like not having much new stuff to show. No, we'll right. just cancel it. You know, COVID and stuff, cancel it. The only thing is they usually, it would be the time for a new WoW expansion announcement, but mm-hmm. they're probably behind. Yeah. So who knows? A report from Sony to investors indicates that Uncharted 4 A Thief's End is coming to PC. Sweet. Cool. Which, yeah. um, yeah, dude, the collection didn't go to PC, right? So this will be the first. No, Uncharted not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they will, yeah, bring that over instead of each of those individually. Sweet. Borderlands 3 is getting crossplay on all consoles except PlayStation 4 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> Sony again, Sony dude, with like, their crossplay. Sony again. Yeah. Right. Which, which what again, the hell? that's uh, that epic before now, which is over, by the way. We're just waiting for the, um, you know, we're waiting for the, the all of the, the final details to come out of the epic view or epic v apple Fortnite battle but um uh one of the things we learned yeah is that sony was paying um you know sony wants to be paid for that cross play uh so yeah borderlands 3 didn't who knows but we can speculate now a lot better 
Um, <laughs> as we mentioned before, Dying Light 2 launching on December 7th. Looking good. M- IMO. Uh, we got an awesome updated look at Unreal 5. Uh, we got a new trailer, um, so that is looking great. And that is going mm-hmm. to early access. And there's a rumor that Team Ninja is developing a Final Fantasy action game called Origin. Yes. Yes. That's some E3 stuff right there, Huber. Yeah, Jones. Do you know more about this? You know the rumor? There will be more time, you know, for the Easy Allies podcast and for Easy Allies in general to talk about that. All right. That that could be fun. Of course. Damiani also clearly knows way more. Jones, do you like Sora? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. I do. Good. I do. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. He went through a lot cares about his friends <laughs> i went through a lot making that timeline not as much as sora went through but yeah nice. if he felt half as bad as i felt okay. <laughs> it's time for love and respect love, love and respect, respect. From Cody Spencer, I was reading a Polygon article about video game industry predictions from about a decade ago. Most of these predictions did not come true, and I thought <laughs> I'd make a fun game. I have a list of predictions. This is a hard game, by the way. We have a lot fun. of games to, uh, set up for this uh, love and respect. Uh, I have a list of predictions, but have removed a few words from each one. You have to fill in the blanks. Also, congratulations on getting back to the studio on the 10th. Love and respect, Cody. Yay. Uh, these are tricky, I, but it's kind of like Mad Libs. I'm just curious to see if you can throw anything in here. A research and development manager pledged that they would, by 2020, quote, put you in a blank scene from blank and render all of that completely convincingly. Put you put in, you a, in blank a blank scene? scene from blank. Put you in a shocking a, scene from a Pixar movie. And render, render it all convincingly. An action mm-hmm. scene in a Marvel movie. <laughs> A historical mm-hmm. battle from 1000 AD. I don't know why oh, yeah. 1000 we AD off. is the key, is the, the, the apex of okay. uh, historical battles. Quote, I think it's safe to say that most games and all AAA games will be authored in blank by 2020, said an analyst. Digital? Most games and all AAA games will be authored in blank by 2020. This is a long time ago that these predictions were made. Unreal. I don't know. I wonder. 3D. 3D. So they were like, most of <laughs> all AAA. All Dude, AAA. Was that Don wishing that? Yeah, maybe. But not three. Not meaning 3D, you know, like 3D. Like 3D glasses, like that, right? Like, no. no, like 3D. Oh. Like Again, these are, these are you know, d- uh, decade-old predictions. Okay. So this is right around the PlayStation era, but, you know, potentially they're looking ahead. Gotcha. And like, oh, no one's making 2D games anymore. It's like, aha, one was announced today or last night. Blank and or blank might face declines over the next decade, and blank will make an entry into the console market. You can maybe get the first so, uh, Nintendo Sodium? and Sega and Microsoft entering. I think it's I think Sony and Microsoft and uh, correct. Sony and Microsoft. Sony, Sony and Xbox specifically might yep. face declines oh, over the next decade. But and blank like will make Apple, an entry into the console. Amazon, yeah. Yes. Apple, Nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it on the first round. Nice. Imagine an RPG where going to work and sitting in your office actually gains you blank in game, or going on a date in real life actually accomplishes a blank or a blank. Those other two blanks are essentially the same word. Achievements. Yeah. 
Trophies. Okay. okay. Uh, experience. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Experience points. Or going on a date in real life actually accomplishes a blank. Um, accomplishes a blank. Going on a Bucket date list. in real life. Talk about pressure. Yeah. I don't know. A quest or a mission. Oh. So you go on a date and it checks off a box. Quest. You imagine. Go on date. Imagine. Gaming, quote, will still ma- mainly be a blank pursuit. Niche. Niche, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Male. <laughs> oh. Blank would be available and cheaply produced. And games would read f- players' facial expressions and react accordingly. Not there yet. Blank would be available and cheaply produced. Not Virtual VR. reality? No. No, not VR. Augmented reality. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, Mind control devices. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell? And cheaply produced. That's, That's scary, awesome. dude. What the hell? Mind control. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever really do? I mean, we speculate all the time in these realities, but did you ever, like, in elementary school, like in high school, like, I just imagine, like, game, you know, games reading your facial expressions. Like, did you totally talk about that stuff? Like, can you imagine? Yeah. If you were like in oh, there. Oh yeah. Heart if, rate like, stuff for sure. You could eat stuff. Well, Nintendo's, yeah. Dabble I mean, just think bit. about VR from when we were kids, like what it was compared mm. to now. From Revelo, I am not an easily bothered person. In life, I have fairly tough skin, but I had a conversation the other day that left me rattled. It started with the sentence, Tactics Ogre, let us cling together is such a ripoff of Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm. The words echoed in my ears. I quickly explained that Tactics Ogre precedes Final Fantasy Tactics considerably. The conversation ended with both parties huffing in frustration, and it made me confront harsh realities. We don't give enough credit to the quote-unquote original. Mega Man Legends had Z-targeting a solid year before Ocarina of Time hit store shelves. The PSP Go had a dock that let you hook it up to a TV to play your games with a DualShock 3 controller. Sounds like a Switch, eh? Sure, these aren't always perfect iterations, but they were the progenitors of invention, and so many of them have gone forgotten. Does the panel have examples of this injustice? If so, let's set the record straight. I mean, Doom always gets credit, but it was really Wolfenstein 3D. It wasn't like, Wolfenstein even 3D. That, it, was, it wasn't yeah, even it was, Wolfenstein. But like it was the some modern, RPG. It was like, ah, whatever RPG that is. Ultimate that, like, doesn't weird get nearly maze enough credit. One, the mm-hmm. ball. There's like a first-person ball in a maze. Yeah, no. But everyone just gives Doom the credit. I remember there's like a cross. I remember Ryan Stevens got footage of it, and it was something. <laughs> it was like some fantasy thing, and they're like holding up a cross <laughs> and Doom <laughs> levels. Um, I mean, this is. I mean, this is Apple. Like, Apple didn't invent anything. They just made the cleanest, they newest, improved upon it, yeah. version of it. Uh, and then everyone just kind of dialed in. But yeah, th- it's... I don't know. Does this upset you? Have you, any of you ever got riled up by this? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, no. I syndrome so hard, I'm always comparing shit to everything. So mm-hmm. someone wants to just quickly correct me and be like, well, actually, it was, you know, it's... So it's you split- appreciate that. You don't, Sometimes, you, yeah, it's like splitting hairs. It's, it's like, like actually, yeah. There's a time. It's case to case, you know. I'm okay with it, but also sometimes it's completely unnecessary, right? But I mean, you know, because a conversation is different than like an academic. Like if this is academically discussing the origins of said thing, mm-hmm. then we better get our facts straight. But if it's just off the cuff discussion, I mean. 
depends on the type of conversation. If it's casual conversation or again, if it's like academic, you obviously want those facts to be Yeah. Correct. I wonder why the guy who wrote in was upset. Because mm-hmm. it sounded right. like it was an actual <laughs> because, debate. It actually yeah. sounded like it was an actual Well, you could just be like, Well, here's the dates on the yeah. internet. Yeah, you just totally. your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Own them. Even then, though, it's like people, you know, welcome to the 21st century. You you, you put, you know, information like in front of people's faces and they're like, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, it'll be anything so. to me. <laughs> like, yeah, this I rarely pull this card in these Yaz podcasts because I always want to make myself uh, be perceived much younger than I actually am. But you suckers will get to this, uh, you know, as you get older, because you will have a conversation with someone that you think is somewhat of your peer. You know, it's like a video game player that is maybe a decade away from you or something. And you will talk about some piece of information and they're like, no, I don't agree with that. Or I don't think that's true. And you're like, it, it, I lived it. I don't know what you're talking about. It is. Trust me. It's true. And, mm-hmm. like, nah. and like, it might get under your skin. Maybe not Brad's it might get under Huber's skin. I can see this. Upsetting down under your blood worth. But um, I'll just make weird. sure they know they're wrong. Sometimes yeah, something will get under my skin like really intensely for like a minute, so intense, but then in the next minute I'll just be like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's you can get caught in the moment of stuff. But yeah. What was the game? I just want to get it's because I'm going to get corrected next week. And the thing before Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, get it. Get it. It's some yeah, like it's I, coming. We know Chad I can hear him typing viewers. in the future. We know it's some maze ball game. Oh, Damn Wikipedia, it. Wikipedia is actually oh, it's like it's like fantasy based though. Yep. Brutal. I Brutal. Sounds good and all, but yeah, that's why I miss Ryan Stevens. That's why you got there. Blood would know. From Caleb Moran with the news of you returning hey, to the studio. Oh, jeez. Cut you off. There's always gonna be one. I got it right here, Jones. Man, right here. The first version no, shooter genre it. has been traced back to Wolfenstein 3D which has been credited with creating the genre's basic archetype upon which subsequent titles were based. That was 92, yeah. Doom was 93. Doom obviously gets so much more of the credit, but uh, same I think same it was the tech. It was specifically team, that tech of the way you were yeah. able to see the environment. There was a mm-hmm. fantasy game that was released before that. So when you think of like shooters, yeah, you weren't like Origins. shooting bazookas and stuff Maze in this War. fantasy game. Maybe it was Maze, Maze War, War and Spasm. Ooh, I don't know about Spasm. 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 And Midi Maze. Cool. Slightly more f- sophisticated first per- person shooter was Panther Tank Simulator. 1975. <laughs> more sophisticated. sophisticated. Super interesting. Remember, give me a nod when I can do the next 11 Respect post. From Caleb Moran, with news of you returning to the studio coinciding with the return of E3 in whatever form it shall take this year, I wanted to celebrate with an E3 game. All you need to do is guess the game the ally is reacting about. I'll provide the year and the conference it took fun. place in. Some are incredibly so easy, some less so. Love and respect, Caleb from Australia. Can't wait to see you all back in the studio. And just, just set your expectations because we did just announce that June 10th, the first day of E3, according to Jeff Keighley, uh, we will be back reacting. We'll be recording the podcast in the studio that night, which I'm very excited about. But as far Thanks. as our E3 coverage, man, we're just going to be happy to be in the studio. Don't expect mm-hmm. some revamp graphics package. Don't expect no. some big crazy thing. If the lights turn on, we're going to go woohoo yeah. and get to work. And lots of loving embraces. Number one, EA Play in 2016. I, Brandon Jones, said, quote, it's just... We're going back to this amazing era of World War One. Screw the music, though. All the music made during Battlefield World War One era is crap. Yeah. Battlefield One, Battlefield One, Battlefield One. I remember, I remember yeah, to this the, day, dude. One. The uh, Seven Nation Army, whatever that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jones was that, so yeah. mad. 
No, yeah. but that's what it, again. That's one of those. It was the trailer, man. Like, they showed yeah. like the same same trailer a yeah. ton. <laughs> Uh, number two in Microsoft 2019, Ben Moore said, "Oh my God, no! I've been waiting forever for this. Are you serious? Oh my God, the Fantasy moment Star, it's here. They're doing it. Two. It's two. They're doing it. I got to live to see this. Yep, it's Fantasy Star. Two, yeah, which we brought up in corrections. Um, number three at Sony in 2017, Michael Damiani said, "Quote: Yo, <laughs> they were right. This is the intro. Look at this shit. And it's not a remaster. It's a remake." Seven. I'm sorry, what year? Last Guardian. Sony in 2017. Colossus, I mean, Shadow of the Colossus? Shadow of the Colossus. Bonus, Bradley Ellis, upon the lack of an audience reaction, look more excited. Yeah. (laughs) I was upset. Not enough people were hyped for that. (laughs) At Microsoft's press conference in 2018, Michael Huber said, quote, this is the best combat I've ever seen in my life. Double Microsoft. 2018. No. Microsoft? Microsoft 2018. This what? is the best combat I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Scalebound statement. I think you would agree. Still. I think you would be like, oh no, still. Or you know what? No, it's not that one specifically. I believe you said one time this game has the best boss fights you've ever seen in a game. And I think you would still agree with that. Sekiro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sekiro. Oh, so this is a Microsoft. Right, 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 yes, right, right. Yes, Right, right, Hell right. Yeah. Totally. Forgot I was at Microsoft, dude. Activision. Yeah. Still my favorite combat. <laughs> at Bethesda 2018, I said, we saw this at Microsoft. If he calls for applause after this trailer, I'm walking away. <laughs> Could be anything, really. But... This is Fallout 76 or... Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> at sony in 2018 ian hink said that was homoerotic huh 2018 sony sony 2018 Last of us part two god of war 2018 god of war yeah hubert do you like sora kingdom hearts 3 wait what ian said that what could they have been talking about uh, at Microsoft 2018, Bradley Ellis said, oh, no, oh, why? Uh, you can't sweep Fun. Funko Pops under the rug that easily. Yeah, it's Gears of War, right? The Gears, Gears of War Pop. Fun Cop? Yeah. yeah. Um, I like Fun Cop, though. That's a Gears of War Fun Cop. In Microsoft 2017, Michael Huber said, an axe and a shotgun on the logo got me with the logo. What the hell is a shotgun and an axe on the logo? State you know. of Decay? Or yes. some shit. Yeah. Dude, dude, I always wanted to play that, but it like launched so mm. buggy. I wonder how it patched up. Time for yeah. a revisit or time, time for a check, revisit. Man. It's been a while. Did they tease three? Was it like a deer where they got sniped or something? They teased three, right? Probably, yeah. I think so. I am not yeah. gonna play two, but I will give three a chance, just like I gave two a chance, but then just bounced off of it. <laughs> I, I want, I want State of Decay to be the best. I want State of Decay three the best zombie game I've ever played. Like, hey, it'll be on Game Pass, dude. Easy, easy entry. <laughs> What are you typing, Huber? What are you looking up? Looking at the patches. <laughs> Come on. <dude. laughs> All right, I'll ask this one to Brad. Sony 2017, Ben Moore said, the world will finally understand. <laughs> Sony 2017, the world will finally understand. Devil May Cry. 
I think the world right. understood pretty much. The world understood I, Devil May but Cry. But Ben Moore's expectations of what people sure. should expect from Devil May Cry. We talked about this franchise earlier because we were talking about franchises that did well in Japan but are now finally like really, really taking hold. Dragon Quest Eleven. Yakuza? Oh, Yakuza is a good pick. Things. Yeah. Monster Hunter not... World. Oh, Monster Hunter World. World will finally understand I, he was right i, I finally understand that's ben Moore, yeah. you're a prophet i finally i understand. feel like he would say that about a lot of japanese games though or a lot of games <laughs> and has but yeah it's always nice to, there's always to throw it out there in case somebody does a game on these guys podcasts then you you made it you're correct <laughs> yeah yeah and finally at sony in 2018 daniel bloodworth said wow <laughs> high praise from blood <laughs> yeah sony impressed blood could have been good or bad the reason why sony 2018 the weird one. The one I wasn't there for. I was at this. Ghost of Tsushima? No. There aren't, there aren't many. There sadly aren't many options to pick from that presentation. That was The Last of Us Part 2. When it was revealed, the E3 stage was the same as the stage in game that they built the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. 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 <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily the wow you want from Bloodworth, but sometimes. That's all you're going to get. Sometimes a wow is all wow. you're going to get. Oh, I hope we see a multiplayer next month. Mm. From Robert Cassidy, Overwatch 2 is being sold as a full sequel to Overwatch 1, but it maintains PvP capabilities between games. Changes made to Overwatch 2 will be reflected in Overwatch 1, meaning 6v6 Overwatch will become impossible to play on the day Overwatch 2 releases, even for people who haven't bought the new game. This continues a now familiar trend of multiplayer games overriding themselves through updates over time, essentially deleting their original selves from existence. Should we be fighting for more WoW Classic-style releases for, if nothing else, archival purposes, or is it just inevitable that it'll be impossible to play most contemporary multiplayer games in their original forms in the future? Uh, I don't know. The, what made WoW Classic work so well, I mean, it had been so long since WoW Classic or WoW, that era of WoW had been around, and people were playing on private servers. I don't, like, honestly, I don't know of anyone wanting to play Overwatch from an earlier patch that I'm aware of <laughs> so much. I mean, there hasn't even been... The sequel's not even out yet, so it's hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. I think it's too early for something like that. But mm-hmm. of, like, some MMOs, maybe. Sure. I think of StarCraft. I think of Brood War. Even when StarCraft 2 came out, there was some pushback, you know, people not wanting to... to yeah, but on. was it... Didn't they do the remaster, oh. though? And they remastered it, of course. But uh, just just the initial uh, Wings of Liberty. I mean, yeah, you, you know, always you're always people that won't move right away. Smash Bros. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. The interesting thing about WoW with the changes is that it's not just the big crazy cataclysm flying change. It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, expansions and stuff. You just, even just with those updates, like you would you would leave Paladin and go play, you know, you know, Druid and then go back to Paladin is a totally different class. Like they mm-hmm. I, I just mm-hmm. remember playing like Final Fantasy XI and WoW and Guild Wars and City of Heroes and like WoW clearly was on the fast track. Like they were changing so much yep. so fast. Um and yeah, I just think it I think it's that last one, Robert, sadly. I think this stuff is uh get it while it's hot. Um, yeah. And because... like fundamentally I feel like modern WoW is just such a different beast in philosophy mm. compared to older wow stuff it's they're just so different yeah uh overwatch 2 is like the hardest sell i've i've experienced in, right. in recent time like my hype is in the negatives like you know i just i don't understand this especially when you have 
Sorry to always bring up Fortnite, especially when you have Fortnite just like launching new, new, you know, Fortnite 2, Chapter 2 for free. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to buy a whole new product because it just seems like it, it, they've done a bad job of marketing it. Obviously, the pandemic and stuff and, and canceled plans, but it feels like a paid expansion at this point. They're going to have to show off a mm. lot more stuff to change the narrative on that. Well, not only just Fortnite, but Destiny. This is kind of off topic for the question, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't know if it was just journalists that said this or if we actually heard this from uh, um, from the Destiny team, but they were like, eh, Destiny 2 maybe wasn't that best idea. Maybe we should have just, yeah. you know, just kept right. adding stuff again, Fortnite yep. style. Yeah. Um, so it's the way interesting. Interesting for this to be one of the things, yeah, that we're, mm-hmm. you know, really excited, kind of hopefully raises spirits in terms of uh, Blizzard fans. And I say that only just because I've seen, that, you know, your hearts get broken. Uh, over and over again um but yeah these multiplayer games are going to change uh but i specifically robert Mm -hmm. i did not know that detail about overwatch so thank you for enlightening me i miss battlefield 2 they shut it down jones it's not available anywhere yeah i think private servers maybe but like officially it's shut down yeah (laughs) yeah that was its own that was its own special thing those Mm days Mm -hmm. here we go for bets it's time for bets Next week's bet, uh, Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood launches on June 1st. Ben checked it out. Uh, ben enjoyed it. Uh, ex- excited to see what that, how the community will embrace that game. Um, a lot of those Elder Scrolls Online updates, they get those launch trailers. They got one for Skyrim, Elsewhere, Greymoor, Morrowind, and Somerset. I want to know the total running time of the launch trailer for Blackwood. It might not get one, and that has happened before, actually. Uh, Sony pulled one of those. I think, like, Maquette or something didn't get a launch trailer. I was surprised. Hmm. So, the, the shortest TRT on this list will get the win if there isn't a launch trailer. My score is not low, because I think they will have one. Uh, Brad Ellis, what's your bet? 220. 220. Two minutes, 20 okay. seconds. Oh, Huber. Nice, so Brad. Go Minute 41. Minute, yeah, Excellent. Huber got the low, because I went red just ahead of Brad. 236 is mine and i just get the one bet this weekend next as my lazy co-moderator what a bum disadvantage chilling right now yeah i'd say he's sleeping now because he's ahead but blood doesn't sleep does not (laughs) true sleeps with one eye open (laughs) both eyes open do like gandalf (laughs) this week's bet uh an airport for aliens currently run by dogs launched on may 25th right now i'm gonna go to the top viewed stream on twitch how many words will be in the first sentence spoken by a dog that i see michael damiani bet 10 michael huber bet seven daniel bloodworth bet two i bet five here we go i'm actually going to bring this up in the recording boom Let's do it. Let's refresh the page so people at home don't think I'm lying. Barry is streaming, is currently playing this game for 535 viewers. We're going into the stream. Boom, he is talking to a dog right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It's big. It's definitely more than ten, giving Damiani the win. This is Dog Bigadome, and he is saying they're rare. But if you find a remnant of the alien civilization, I dearly appreciate you bringing it to me. <laughs> Whoa. Just to give you a Great taste. Sentence. That is that quote, giving Damiani the win. <sighs> bringing our scores to Jovial Penguins, 13. <laughs> Those Siffers Beavers, 10. Gotta do them both because Bloodworth isn't here. Yeah. Let me tell you about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. We hinted at that earlier. I should have maybe said something at the top, but folks, we got 
one, I believe, more podcasts in this wacko home setup that we're still totally using for reactions and when we're lazy and don't want to go into the studio. But the Easy Allies podcast, as of June 10th, will be recorded in our studio, in person, will be in the same room. Ian will be there for every episode in the booth, moderating things, uh, technically, uh, and uh, Blood will be there. And we were able to maintain our studio. A lot of people pointed out when we made the announcement we were going back in the 10th that a lot of outlets that got studios in the last couple of years that are similar to us financially were not able to support that. We have a tremendous community that has financially supported us not only for the five years of our existence but a lot during this last year a very difficult year shout out obviously not only to our shout out patrons so i'm gonna talk about in a second but to all of our patrons everybody listening to the, the podcast helping us get all these fun sponsors that we've had um everybody involved thank you so much to our patrons and on june 11th early access june 13th for everybody who gets us on sundays we will see you on this podcast in the studio i'm very excited um holy cow I can't, I'm, letting, I'm, I'm looking forward to smelling you guys from a distance. Yeah. You know, I'm not like I'm not going to approach you and make, get uncomfortable about it. But just the, the mix in the room. I miss that aura. The very tip-top tier on our Patreon is the shout-out tier. And this is the last time in the month of May that we will be shouting out this specific list of people. So if you want to be on the shout-out tier in June, go over to patreon.com slash allies. And if you want to if you want to pay up, this is our tip-top tier. And on all of our shows, we'd like to give them a shout-out. Brad, you're going first. I'm going after you. Huber, you're going third. Shout out to Caleb Toki Crawford, Edsker, So I'm a Spider, So What, El Fanis, Esdokal, Greg, The Dark Knight Kettering, and Nick. Shout, Shout out. Shout out. Neat. Well, Huber had a bad bet, so Brad Ellis, you won this podcast. You get to promote any yeah. of video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Okay. Uh, I want to promote the newest episode of Huber Syndrome. Huber's going Ooh, through the games yeah. of June. And you know what comes out in June? Final Fantasy VII Remake? Intergrade. It does. Listen to mm, Huber talk details. about it. Got some more details. Check it out. Uh, final word. I hope Sonic's good, man. This new Sonic coming. I need it, man. Like, I need a really good 3D Sonic. I've been waiting a long time. I know there's fans of the other ones, but it hasn't clicked with me, man. Just desperately want a 3D Sonic I can just fall in love with, almost. Just have a good time. Remember that? Uh, be excellent to each other, everybody. Bye-bye. Smell it, baby. It's sizzling back there. Whew. Cool racers. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Caleb Togi Crawford. Edsger So I'm a Spider, So What? El Fennis, Esdokal, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Nick, Walker Hope, Will Schmuck, Alex AI, Alexander Zirionov, Alexandra Rays, Ali Cat, Beaten Down Brian, Bradley Speeds, Dave Red, Discarded Digit, Douglas Chomich, Freya Lawson, Hayden Hargraves, Happy Gaming, Happy Birthday Brad, Jesse Blue, Jay Shee, Jose Gutierrez, Miguel Rivas, Nicholas Johnson, Paolo Costabel, Richard G. Flowers, Rob Bob Will, Robert Stoffel, Roy Sung, 
Sage Mode Q, Samsa Stormbomb, Sigma, Tum Nguyen, Valmar, Yasser Kurbushi, Aurelien Grenier, Brad Grenz, Ryan Kruger, Charles Anthony Iapacino, Candy Coated Thorns, Dale Sun, Gary James, G. Levin, Gustav Strombaum, Jake Musser, James Vitt, John Tyson, Jesper Popmel Dufay, Jethrin, John Burns, Jordan Kirk, Kroldemort, Leith, Luke Bennett, Mango, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Matthew Holcomb, Matthew Pauling, Nathan Watkins, Oni Blackmage, Pete Shoemaker, Robert Crouch, Ryan Anderson, Sam Hendrick, Spiral in Your Eyes, Stepan Hakobian, Stephen Thomason, The Banana Forklift Killer, Todd Yurkovic, Rack, Zachary Wingate, Accounts Payable, Adam Henry, Adam Lindsay, Adam Sharonbrock, Ahab, Ahmed Al Rashed, Alex Glass, Alex Lavanier, Alex Monaco, Alexander Irving, Allison Burt, Andreas Risberg, Andrew Stoke, Andre, Andy Marks, Anthony Galvin, Austin, Barry, Bjarnar Haraldsvik, Blake Bonsack, Blue, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Brandon White, Breadroll Art, Brian Foster, Briscoe Davis, Brittany Fuller, Bunny Chen, C.S. Lewis, Katie Garza, Chase Caldwell, Chief Uhu, Chris the Pianist, Christian Simniak, Christian Hundorf, Christoph Fatui, Christopher Santis, Clay Roberts, Cody Westley, Colin Hoyleman, Corey Jackson, Corey Landega, Crediar, Culinary Stud, Cyberboa, Dakota Hayes, Damnable Nook, Dan Sebring, Daniel Dupree, Daniel Fuchs, Daniel Wong, Dan Pan 16, David Hadao, David Kubota, David Wilson, David Boyarski, Delisi, Dimitri Zetas, Don Turner, DRD 7 of 14, Edison S. Prada Jr., Eric Maynard, Eric Tobias, Eric Gustafson, Aspen Gotchman, Ethan Satz, Ethereal Ether, Faraz Rizvi, Fishflop, Forrest, From the Void, Gabriel Aberg, Glenn Olson, Hadi Ali, Harrison Holt McHale, Helen Y, Hitman 47, I Sun Chor, Ian Anderson, Ibrahim Sozer, Isaac Swanson, Jay Aldiar, James Davey, Jameson Lapine, Jana, Jason I, JC3, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Jeremy Ferris, Jesse Fish, Jesse Wilkison, Joe Frantic, Joel Short, Joey Din, John Gallagher, Jojo Denko, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Jordan Phillips, Joshua Vancewall, Jose Carlos Madrigal, Julius Garcia, Junya Motomura, Justin Payne, Carl Williams, Kartik Tiwari, Kevin Jalay, Lars Berger, Lee Young, Leon Keyes, Lindsey Wells, Linson Wu, Liam Ahern, Luis Ibarra, Lion Crown 19, Mikey Moe, Malcolm Mochette, Malianware, Manuel Thomas, Marcel Giru 17 Frolic, Marco Hernandez, Materia Addict, Matthias Clare, Matt Ferguson, Matt Karwaski, Matthew Holmes, Matthew Migler, Matthew T. Ryan, Maverick Lee Back, Mazrim Tame, Megadet, Megan McDonough, Michael Bisegli, Michael Clendenan, Michael Kozachenko, Michael Pliskin, Michelle Nub, Miguel, Mikhail Aniel, Mike Calvi, Mike Hook Juan, Mikey Mizek Novak, Misuki 211, Mither Strongbeard, Mo Grant, Molly Bittner, Morpheus, Mr. Anarchy, Natavia Ross, Nefertiti Jenkins, Neil Bruce, Nycrypt, Noah Weinstein, Ulf himself, Orugachino, Pablo Rodriguez, Paul Nolson, Paul Sway, Philip Higdon, Quinn Riley, RF Switch, Rafael David Aquilino Baki, Raymond Lee, Reed Johnson, Richard Goodwin, Ritz 1906, Robert I, Roy Eschke, Russell Bateman, Ryan Wagner, Ryan Curtin, 
Sabine T, Sam Sorensen, Samuel Copeland, Sean Cornett, Sebastian Urban, Sebastian Trier, Sid Ragunandan, Silent Consonant, Sneaky Gato, Spencer Stevens, Splontot, Snake 24 Stefan Hines, Strikeout NZ, Super 3D Cow, T-Beaks 15, Tense George, The Classiest Hobo, Tim Strothman, Thomas Blaze Fauchero, Tim Mann, Tim O'Keefe, TJ Sullivan, Toasty Soul, Tom Masterman, Travis Kikowski, Travis Ng, Travis Miosi, Trevor Thomas, Trevor Jam 89, Tristan Howard, Trizac, Tuttle, Tyler Wallace, V8 Dave, V Kira Ray, Volker Bach, Wavy Chula, Willow Pingree, Wobess, Wouter De Hayes, Zealous, Zahid Hosseini Karami, ZK.